You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 7. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. So, are you like a deer in headlights when the market pulls back? You know, you're frozen. You don't know what to do. Or, if you're on the insurance side of the business, maybe that happens when premiums get increased. And you know what happens next. You're going to get some calls from clients that are asking, why? Well, most advisors and agents feel this way. In fact, it's not just advisors and agents. At some point, every financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, branch manager, and even agency manager feels that they are stuck in a reactive environment. So what do you do? Well, you really only have two choices. You could stay frozen or you could be proactive in a reactive environment. And that's what we're going to talk about today, being proactive in a reactive environment. So if you want to move forward, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to master your time in a time of crisis? Well, because unless you control your time, you are at the mercy of things that are out of your control. In the previous podcast, we talked about mastering time management. In this podcast, we're going to take it to the next level by talking about what specifically to do when others are doing nothing. You see, you don't want to be like everybody else. You don't want to just stop prospecting. You don't want to avoid your clients and just wait for it to be over. Instead, what you're going to want to do is to be proactive. And what we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, I'm going to tell you my story so that you understand what I did right and what I absolutely did wrong during reactive times. Second, We're going to talk about the top five steps to being proactive in a reactive environment so that you know exactly what to do and how to thrive when others are just figuring out how to survive. And third, we're going to talk about creating your proactive time management tools so that you know what to do and you're ready when there's a crisis. Now, before we jump into these three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a quick question. What would your business and your life, for that matter, be like if you knew what to do during a major pullback in the market? Or if the market pulled back and stayed down for a while, what would you apply? Would you apply what you learned? Would you be prepared to be proactive? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. So let me tell you my story. It's a story that I told in the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 3, Mastering Your Mindset. But here's what I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you it was my story. (laughs) So let me tell you the story so that you understand what I did right and what I absolutely did wrong during reactive times. So to make a long story short, I got into the business in 1993. And in 1993, the market was pretty much flat. 
I worked for a registered investment advisory firm, and we were literally up 12%. So that year, it really didn't affect me at all. Picture this. By 2000, things were changing. And if you were in the market in 2000, you know what happened. The tech bubble burst. And then by 2001, uh, what you don't know is that it was affecting me. I had what I call the production paradox. Let me explain what I mean by that. My thought was this. If I sell something, I hurt people because it's going to go down or it will stay down. But if I don't sell something, I hurt myself, which in turn could mean that I would be out of the business and it would hurt my clients. So what do you do? Well, here's what I did wrong. I froze. I froze to the point where I didn't want to do anything. In fact, I didn't even want to go to work. And at that point, what I did is I reached out for help. That's what I did right. Let me explain what I mean. That's when I got my first business coach. And to make a long story short, what he told me to do was to identify why I felt the way I felt. And it was simple. I just didn't believe that the market was going to go up anytime soon, or I wasn't sure if it was ever going to go up again. So what he had me do is look at the competition and find out what are they saying. So a week later, I came back to him and I said, look, either everybody's right or everybody's wrong. And he said, you got to pick one. And I said, well, they're all saying the same thing, that the bear market won't stay forever. And they're basically telling us, keep doing what you're doing. And he said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I still don't know. So he suggested I look at a chart. And I did. Looked at a chart of the market for the last hundred years. And here was the pattern. Every time there was a bear market, eventually there was a bull market. The point is, he brought up the next question, which was a game changer. What he said was this. Well, if we know that every single time there was a bear market, there will be a bull market eventually, what would you want to do before it hit? And I said, well, here's what I would want to do. I would want to prospect, talk to my clients, have them add more money to their positions, and grow my business. He said, well, you got to pick one. Either you can be reactive or you can be proactive. What do you want to do? So here's what I did. I got very proactive. I started making calls, setting appointments, getting new clients, and building my business, as well as talking to my current clients. And that is what you do. When everybody else is reactive, you become proactive in a reactive environment. And that's what we're going to talk about next. The top five steps to being proactive in a reactive environment. Now, during times of uncertainty, you really only have two choices. Like I said before, you can either be proactive or you can be reactive. I believe that successful financial advisors and insurance agents know that they need to adopt a mindset so that they're proactive. And there's a quote by John C. Maxwell that I think says it best, and it goes like this. He says, I believe that everyone chooses how to approach life. If you're proactive, you focus on preparing. If you're reactive, you end up focusing on repairing. And I believe that's true. So what do we do in order to be proactive? What are the steps? And that's what we're going to look at right now. 
Step one, adopt a proactive mindset. Now, I talked about this in the podcast, the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode three, Mastering Your Mindset. And one of the most important things that you can do for yourself is to adopt a positive and proactive mindset, regardless of the weather. So one of the easiest ways to do this is what my business coach taught me way back in 2001. Plan with the end in mind. (laughs) When March of 2020 hit, I knew exactly what I needed to do for my clients. I needed to help them become proactive in a reactive environment. So this is what I said to them. Once the coronavirus gets contained, or at least slows down, and the stock market goes up, and we're all returning to a sense of normal or maybe a new normal, what would you want to have done in your business from right now until then? Well, most of my clients said the exact same thing. They wanted to talk to their clients, talk to prospects, inform them of what was going on, and do business as usual. So if you did that, you were proactive during that reactive environment. But if you didn't, you were like most advisors and agents, you were kind of reactive and you were probably stuck. So what do we do next? We go to step two, creating structure in your home office. Step two, creating structure in your home office. Well, I don't know if you work out of the house, but at one point when we were in lockdown, you probably did. And if you were working out of your house, you had to ask yourself, do I have structure in my home office? Most advisors and agents, if they went home to work out of their house, found that it was difficult at first. And maybe if you did this too, you kind of settled in and you're used to it. But what I've found is that if you don't have a home office checklist to know If you're keeping your space separate from the rest of your house, then you're probably blending the two, and that's not good. Let me explain what I mean. I think it's important, very important, for you to have a separate space in your house so you know exactly where you're going to work out of. I also believe that it's important that you start your day at the same time so you keep continuity. In addition to that, it's important to time block your day so you know exactly what you're going to do at any given time. And that goes back to the tool that I talked about in the previous podcast called the bottom line list. In addition to that, it's important to have your door shut so that your space is your space when you're working. And it's not just another part of the house. Another thing that's important is to have regular times to take breaks. So if you are working out of the house, it's okay to have structured break time and go find out what everybody else is doing. In addition to that, It's important to be able to have your systems and your tools set up. And what a lot of advisors did and a lot of agents did is they learned things that they had never done before. Maybe this is you too, such as how to use a Zoom call. And you're probably good at it by now. Another thing is to know how to make sure that you handle the interruptions. And that comes back to another tool that we talked about in the previous podcast, which is called the Time Matrix To-Do. The point is, when you have structure to your home office, you know what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and how you're going to do it. And one last thing before we move on. It's so important when you have a home office to make sure that you stop working 
at the same time every day. And I know this for a fact because I worked out of the house for nine years. It's easy not to separate your home from your work. But if you tell yourself, my business boundary is I will be done at five o'clock, then stop at five o'clock. You do that and you've created structure in your home office. Step three, be proactive by preparing your 60-second market story. Here's what I mean. Knowing what is happening and knowing how to translate what is happening to your clients are two very, very different things. And that's why it's so important to have a process for telling the story. You see, over the years, I've created many practice management tools for advisors and agents. And one of the best tools that you could use anytime, but especially in a time when the market is very reactive, is the 60-second market story. And here's what it is. It's just a tool that I created for mapping out a story that talks about the past, the present, and the possible future outcome of the stock market. If you can explain what's happening since the beginning of the year, and you can explain what's currently happening, and you can explain what the analysts are saying could happen, but if you can explain this in a story format, your clients will understand it. And when they understand it, they are going to be very appreciative and remember you that you're trying to take care of them during this tough time. The point of it is, is that I have a six, the 60-second market story, and it's just a tool that you fill in the blanks. And once you fill that in, then you've got a proactive tool in a reactive environment. Step four, be proactive with your check-in calls. Now, check-in calls could be to clients. They could also be to prospects. But here's what I mean. If you followed the previous step, you've adopted a proactive mindset, you've created structure to your home, you've got the 60-second market story, the next step is to go tell the story. So knowing when you're going to tell the story or knowing when you're going to make these, quote, check-in calls, unquote, is important. That goes back to the bottom line list again. You know exactly when you're going to make the calls. Knowing what you're going to say goes right back to the 60-second market story. And knowing how you're going to say it is really about this step, the check-in call campaign. So here's what the check-in call campaign is. And think of it this way. Every good story has a beginning, middle, and an end. And so what you want to do is have a good beginning, middle, and an end when you make these calls. The beginning could be as easy as just letting them know that you're calling them, and here's why. And it could sound something like this. Hi, Joe. Hey, this is Dan Finley with Investor Solutions. Hey, Joe, the reason for my call is I just wanted to check in with you and see if you have any questions about me, about your portfolio, about the market, about anything. Just wanted to check in with you and see how you're doing. How are you? Pause. That intro gets right to the point, who you are and why you're calling. You want to do that. The second step or second part of this is to have a great middle. That's where the 60-second market story comes in. So let's say your client, Joe Client, tells you uh, that he's a little concerned about his portfolio, asks you questions. You just answer those questions and then finish up the middle part with something like this. Joe, any other questions about your portfolio? No, uh uh-uh. Hey, Joe, before we go, I just wanted to find out, do you want to find out what's going on in the market? I've got what I call the 60-second market story, and it's just a quick story to tell you what's happening. He's probably going to say yes. And when he does, 
you jump right in with something like this. And this is an example of what one of my clients put together for what to say with his 60-second market story in right around March, mid-March, late March, early April of 2020. And it went like this. Hey, Joe, do you mind if I just kind of tell you what's going on in the market? No, no, that's fine. Well, the market is, you know, as you know, it's been interesting this year. In fact, I've been following it, as you know, pretty closely every day. And here's what's happened. Since the beginning of the year, the market actually was doing pretty well. It was up 10 to 12% before it pulled back. And the reason that it was up was because of low unemployment, low interest rates, and a good economy. And all of that meant that we were hitting all-time highs or getting close to all-time highs. And then what happened was that the coronavirus hit and the market pulled back 30% within a couple of weeks. And the reason that it pulled back is because, well, we had global shutdown, we had overall uncertainty, and that's why the market really had this big pullback because nobody knows what's going to happen. So I don't have a crystal ball, but going forward, our analysts are saying that, look, it really, it's going to rebound once we find a bottom. And when we have some positive news, it's going to go up because the market will anticipate this recovery before the economy actually does. So what I'm recommending to my other clients is that we sit tight or if you do have additional funds, we add to those so that when the market goes up, we're in even better shape. Do you think you want to add more at that point? Let that client speak and move on to the next one. My point of this is, is when you have this check-in call campaign, and you have it set up and you know exactly what to say and how to say it and when to say it, you are very proactive in a reactive environment. Step five, create a client campaign tracker. Now, what's interesting about this is that if you don't manage your tracking, you won't manage this campaign. You won't know if it's successful or not. So the tracker could be something as easy as an Excel spreadsheet that just basically says the date. And in the next column, it says the name of the client. And in the final column, it says recommendations. My point of it is, is that if you're tracking how many people you're talking to and what you're saying, you're going to have a very good campaign. But if you don't, you may start doing this and stop soon after. And you don't want to do that. Instead, you want to track your progress and look at those results on a consistent basis. When you do that, you are proactive in a reactive environment. Now, I said that we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, my story, so that you can understand what I did right and what I did absolutely wrong during a reactive time. We did that. Check. Second, the top five steps to being proactive in a reactive environment. So you know exactly what to do and how to thrive when other people are just trying to figure out how to survive. Check. We did that too. And the third thing, creating your proactive time management toolbox. That's what we're going to talk about now. Now, I have several tools that I had mentioned in previous podcasts as well as today in this podcast. And what I want to do is just kind of go over briefly some of these tools so that you can create your toolbox and be ready in case we're in a reactive environment. 
So let's begin. Tool number one, the forward hindsight roadmap. This is just a simple tool that keeps the end in mind. And here's what I mean. Think of it this way. Hindsight is, is 2020, right? We all know hindsight is 2020, but rarely do we look at what would we want to have happened at a certain time in the future. So as of this recording, things aren't so bad, but it, they're kind of volatile. But my point is, is that if the market is pulled back right now, when you listen to this, ask yourself this, where do I want to be when the market is back up again? And so at that point, what you do, that's the forward part, you look back and you ask yourself, what are the things that I would have wanted to have done, hindsight's 2020, to get to that point when the market's back up again? What I did was exactly that. I realized I wanted to make the calls, talk to prospects, talk to clients, gather new assets, open new accounts, gather assets from current clients, and be at a good point when the market starts to go up again. So the forward hindsight roadmap can be as, as simple as just mapping out what the end goal is in mind and then backtracking each step to figure out what do I do today to get to my end goal. The One Minute Business Coach. So what the One Minute Business Coach exercise is, is something that I talked about in a previous podcast, Mastering Your Mindset. And what this is, is a way to get off the emotional roller coaster ride. You see, typically, when you're in a reactive environment, you're going to want a way to monitor your mindset and to get off the emotional roller coaster ride. So if you don't know about that tool, I suggest that you go back and listen to podcast number three, Mastering Your Mindset, because that tool can mean the difference between being on an emotional roller coaster ride and managing your emotions. Tool three. The home office checklist exercise. Now, I mentioned several things that I suggest that if you want structure to your home office, you need to do. But I actually have a tool. It's a 10-question tool that you could go over and check off all the ones that you're actually doing. Typically, what I find is that when somebody has 80% of that checked off, 8 out of 10, they have a lot of structure in their home office. Otherwise, they don't. And if you want to be productive in a reactive environment, then you want to have structure to your day. Tool number four, the 60-second market story. So that was the tool that I talked about, which really maps out what has happened in the past, recent past, since the beginning of the year, what's currently happening right now, and what we think may happen in the future. With that tool, the 60-second market story, you can actually use that tool all the time. It doesn't matter if the market's up or down. Clients are going to appreciate the fact that you can explain to them in layman's terms, in kind of a story format, actually, what is going on in the market and why. You're going to want to use that tool if you're not already using it. Tool number five, the client prospect campaign time blocking worksheet. So what this is, is just basically when to make those calls. So if you've got a time blocking worksheet or you're using the bottom line list, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to make sure that you know exactly when you're going to make those calls. So it's a simple time blocking tool that's mapped a couple of hours a day into making those calls. And when you start doing that, you can track this even better. So you're going to want to know when to make those calls because making those calls are important. Tool number six. The Client Check-In Dialogue Worksheet. What I mean by this is what I just explained. 
where you've got it actually mapped out of exactly what you're going to say. You've got the beginning, middle, and end. You've got the introduction of what you're going to, going to say to clients. You've got the middle, the 60-second market story, and you've got the end, your recommendations. When you have that tool mapped out, you know exactly what to say, and you can say it over and over again. And that is how you're proactive in a reactive environment. And the final tool is the tracker, the client call-in tracker. What you would do is you, like I explained before, you get an Excel spreadsheet, you'd put the date in the first column, you'd put the name in the second column, you'd put the recommendations in the third column, and you might even throw a done in the done column. The point is that if you track your progress, you will know the results that you're getting from the campaign. And when you do this, you're being proactive in a reactive environment. Now, before we go, I want to tell you one last story, and it's a story of one advisor and what he did when the pandemic hit. Now, I had mentioned a little bit about what I did to try to help my clients. And one of the things that I may not have mentioned is that I made calls to every single client and I showed them this system for being proactive in a reactive environment. I explained all five steps and we started working on it right away. What this advisor did is he filled out the 60-second market story like everybody else did and he started making calls. About a week later, I called him to find out and I called everyone to find out, are you doing the system? Are you proactive? in this reactive environment? Well, he said, yes, I'm constantly calling clients. I'm using the system and it's paying off. They're pretty happy that I'm calling them. I said, great. And then he said something that shocked me. He said, also, I'm prospecting in a pandemic. He said, what do you, what do you mean you're prospecting in a pandemic? You're in lockdown. You can't leave the house. And he said, well, here's what I'm doing. I went through my entire database of everybody that I didn't close for the last two years. And then what? And he said, then I started making the calls. I changed the script slightly to adapt it to introducing myself to these prospects again and uh, going into the 60-second market story and finishing my outro with a simple question. What is your advisor telling you to do? And here's what I found. Most of these prospects hadn't even gotten a call from their advisor yet. And I said, then what do you do? And he said, then I asked them, well, since your advisor isn't calling you in the midst of a pandemic, do you think maybe you need a second opinion? And here's what he got. He got six appointments that first week. And the second week, it continued. And it continued. And it continued. In the weeks following. The point is, he started prospecting in a pandemic, and as a result, he not only connected with his clients, but he was connecting with prospects. And he learned, like many of you did, he learned how to use Zoom calls and set appointments over the phone and actually get all of their statements via email. The point is, this advisor didn't slow down. This advisor had a process, and this advisor was proactive in a reactive environment.
Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. We'll be right back.